talking about the real, the walk in the face, breaking down every minute. I'ma give y'all the taste about the fashion, fitness, food and the drama. Afrocentric bitch, just wanna inform ya. About the, about the, about the, so come tune in with your friends, you can bring your bed. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Today I'm gonna speak about assets and liability. I know that I've been telling you guys, of course, build your wealth. You have to build your wealth and you have to figure out what works best for you because we all have different situations, different responsibilities. But I strongly believe that it begins with our mindset. It begins with how we speak. And, you know, when I heard Robert, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Kiyosaki, he mentioned the difference between the poor and the rich is also the language. So the language is of the poorest. I can't, that's too much. What do you think? Money grows in a tree, like accidentally. You know, I've said all and I've heard all. And the language of the rich is, you know, even if they don't have it at the moment is, how can I get it? Where can we start to do this? Let's figure out what's the best route for this. Like, basically not blocking. So the mentality of the poor and the middle class to some extent has been to somehow block, to limit. And assets and liability are important to understand. And sometimes as an adult now, figuring out some of these lists or some of these things that he has claimed as a liability is like, wow, some of them are shocking. You guys are going to hear, but it is also for me, like I can look at it both ways. I can see, I understand. So assets, of course, is a useful or valuable thing, person, or quality. I always believe that it's, especially now as I'm educating myself, because I always say knowledge is the key to financial freedom or to freedom, period. You have to surround yourself around individuals that are going to be assets, not liability. Liability is the state of being responsible for something, especially by law. So some examples of liability are 401k, children, parents, your home, your car. You're like, damn, everything is a fucking liability. <laughs> I swear it is. But it's, um, you have to understand, you know, the structure of the 401k saying basically if you're paying taxes, if you're paying taxes first, you know, he's like, then that mo the money's leaving. You're not paying your money is leaving first. So in the in the form of a four one k in regards to children, children as they grow, you know, once they're small, pampers, formula, babysitting, like all these things, money is going out. Even though, of course, we make a choice, we want to build a family, but also, no, he's not saying or just hearing doesn't mean that you shouldn't have kids, but just know that kids are a liability. Parents are a liability. So I'm a parent. I'm a liability. Eventually they get old. And sometimes, you know, if you put them in a home, kids, if you listen to this, don't try me. You better not put them in a home. I'm going to come back, get you and haunt you. But parents, <laughs> Or liability. And sometimes, you know, even the, you know, once 
if you keep them in the home and you bring somebody to take care of them in the home, that also is, you know, money directing other different ways. Even if some parents have set up payments already, like, okay, this is what I have for retirement. This is what I have to take care of this. Because, you know, parents are always like, this is what I have for burial. But it doesn't, that doesn't always happen like right away. So it's almost like, in the midst of all that, like they always say, once when you're born a child and then towards the end of your life, you almost go back as a child because you need others. So um, just um, it's just like maintaining them, keeping them happy and all that. It's a liability. It's not saying that you shouldn't do it, it but just saying that if you do, just know that it's a lot of responsibility. Like, you know, sometimes there are siblings that you know, one takes care of the parent more than the other, or and it can be a lot for that one sibling, especially if others are not clocking in. And there's some siblings that just want to check out because they didn't have a good relationship with their parents. So it's all these things, but parents are also considered a liability. And, you know, not everybody's into all oh, this is your parents. I understand forgiving sometimes because everybody's situation is different. Um, forgiving your parents is about forgiving you so you can move on and be a better person, whether you have children or not, just a better person in general. Just close a, a book because they always say if you don't heal the little girl or the little boy that's hurt, you will just bleed that onto any relationship without even knowing it and eventually triggering it and bleeding into your kids. And um, yeah, that is a vicious cycle. It's a, it's a very vicious cycle. Sometimes we want to say that we don't want to repeat something and we do it without knowing. And as our kids get older, they are able to, you know, verbalize to us like, hey, you're repeating the same shit. So, yeah, you also have a house. So in a sense, again, you're paying out when you're when you're in your home, your dream home, wicked, you know, what is I say wicked, the white picket fence, all kind of stuff. The money is, you're paying taxes first. And if you're paying a mortgage, all that monthly installments, all these things, and if you miss something, it's gone and it's not yours any longer. So it's a liability. And in the other way, if it's already paid for, if you're living there, it can't be an asset. The only way a house can be an asset, if you have Let's say if you have a rental home or, you know, you purchase multiple properties and then the income that you're getting from those homes, not only pay for the maintenance of where you have the tenants, but it can also pay for the maintenance and mortgage of whatever of your dream home. So you have to, you have to have assets that are valuable towards the other things that you want to have, whether it's the car loan, whether it's another mortgage, you have to position yourself in a way that your money that you're coming in, the cash flow. So it's important to understand, which I'm, let me tell you something, I'm in my 30s and I wish I was like, what happened in my teens and my 20s? But when you don't have individuals Speaking on this, you are just used to the regular nine to five. So the cash flow is so important to understand the direction of it, because if it's automatically going out, 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 and it's not bringing 
and it's not adding value and it's not being useful, it's a liability. So a house that has a tenant, like let's say you have three family house and each floor has a tenant, then that's three forms of income. Maybe one level pays for the mortgage, one level pays for the property taxes or some of it, you know, just saying, I'm just saying, depending on how much you're charging. And then the last one pays for expenses in your own home. So it's, you know, of course, it's beautiful to speak on it and say it and hear it, but the process of it, it doesn't change overnight. But what I'm talking about is your mentality and your words have to change faster than I guess you you open your bank account and then like, oh shit, damn, I'm a millionaire. But it begins with your mindset. It begins with how you look at things. Because a, a lot of us, we're you know millennials, so a lot of our parents are used to the nine to five. If you don't have a nine to five, then what are you doing? You're a bum, you're this. You know, Many will be like, they won't get it. And it's hard to make people understand something that they were not taught and now they are in their 60s, 70s, 80s. You're trying to um, explain something to individuals that are not even, can't even comprehend. Like speaking to them about Bitcoin, it's like, what? But again, the only way I'm aware of Bitcoin is because, of course, not only I had cousins that are part of it, but there's also like things that I educate myself on it and see how other companies, and even as I tell you guys, investing in the stock and all these things, how these companies are using these things to bring value to us. So that's how that's how um, I have to see how is Bitcoin an asset? What is it changing in our society? What is it bringing back? And anytime you're able to answer that and it makes sense, then that is an asset. But yeah, it's like, um, it's crazy. And even with the car, it's the same thing. If you have a car note, all these things, you're not paying yourself first. You're paying somebody else. You're paying taxes. You're paying all these things first. And um, the only way that, of course, it's valuable if you're using like for taxi service. So I guess maybe like Uber, as long as you're bringing bringing in something. But in the midst of all this that I was gathering, it's like you just have to have multiple streams of income. But the main thing is understanding the cash flow. The main thing is that if you only focus on clocking in and clocking out, it's go- like you're going to be stressed. That's what it's almost like. Um, he had he has this this thing in the book when one of his rich dad poor dad when he was explaining to when he was explaining to him about how people are so used to a particular routine um and if you don't they don't teach it in school and if you don't learn it then you become a slave to money and i was like what because it's it's literally it's crazy when it's literally a routine it's and you're like what do you mean so I was like, let me see if I can find it because I was like, wait, let me, I, it just came up. So, and he also, he also speaks about like your emotions. He said, by not giving in to your emotion, emotions, you're able to delay your reactions 
and think. That is important. We will always have emotions of fear and greed. From here on, it is imperative for you to use those emotions to your advantage and not for the long term to not let your emotions control your thinking. It's, you know, of course, I was like, ooh, he's talking about you. <laughs> Girl, he's talking about you. He said, put the bat down and think. You know, he's talking about he's talking about me, but it's just more of he's just saying how people were just programmed to do a particular way and, and do certain things. And once you know you're in that mindset, it is kind of hard to see anything else. So that's why a lot of people, if you are and there's nothing wrong, I will say, with nine five, because this whole thing, even reading the books, even listening to um seminars listening to other people you know whatever because even if you listen to other people or read books you still have to figure out what works best for you but you have all these different people saying different things and you have to just stop and think the emotion of damn i don't want to be poor for the rest of my life damn i want to have ownership. I want to do things. I want to leave a, leave my stamp in this world. All that starts playing into your head. And then you have to stop and you have to think, okay, so if I want to do that, no matter how, at whatever age you want to begin, the first thing is I have to be able to let go of everything that basically I thought I knew that was taught to me and embrace new ways of doing things. And that means, yes, researching. Everything in life is researching. Even when he was um, in this book that he had this whole thing of his rich dad, because rich dad, poor dad, the title is rich dad, poor dad, because he's getting the knowledge from his rich dad that he calls, I believe. And then, um, the poor dad, which is his dad, because they just had, um, the rich dad was an entrepreneur and his poor dad, he worked at a really decent job, but he was literally just clocking and clocking out, was always unhappy and never had enough. It was like, he was just catching up to pay all these bills because it's like, oh, people usually get, you know, new houses and new things, because even if they get a rape, raise pay or whatever, they just add on more instead of making money work for them. So his rich dad basically taught him how to control his emotions because even not being able to control your emotions is a liability. It's crazy, right? Not learning how to control your emotion is, is an asset. So yes. Do, do you want to be an asset or a liability? How do you want your future or your beginnings? Because your beginning, your day one, even in exercising in anything that you want to do, it's whenever you want your day one to be. Nobody else can tell you this because I don't care if you're considered the black sheep of the family, you know, if you went through some hardships, there the state of mind, because all these individuals that we see, their movies, um, even like The Pursuit of Happiness, which um, Will Smith, he played 
the the father he never it was his state of mind even the lady that um did harry potter she was homeless and went to the cafe and we see it so many times to me being in retail these people that either they come constantly to a particular spot we never know what's going on with them and her train of thought was probably I'm going to finish this and this is going like this has to be it like she poured her all into it and she became successful at a later you know later time in life because sometimes it happens to people when they're they're young in their teens and their 20s but if you don't have the training or the understanding of how the cash flow is then you yourself can be a liability to your own damn money that you have coming in or I forgot the guy that sings um, Simba, the black guy, and he it's all over Instagram. He's always telling the story of when he was presented with the Lion King. They gave him $2 million to sing all the songs. And that was just to sing the songs. And he was so excited. Everybody in his family was excited. And once the excitement, you see, that's what, you know, going back to what the rich dad said, learn to control your emotions. Once the excitement wore, you know, wore off for the day, his mother was like, hold on. If they are willing to pay you $2 million, she asked, is that all that my son is getting? And he, and they said, yes. So for the rest of, of his life, this movie is going to live on, live on, live on. And for the rest of his life, he's only going to get $2 million while Disney and everybody else will keep on getting money from reinventing all these stuff. She said, no, we're going to negotiate royalties. And just having a valuable asset, you see, she's a person that's a valuable asset in your life can change the fucking direction of shit in such a crazy way that sometimes you can't even see it right now, but later on, you're going to be like, thank you, mom. And that's what he said, always. He's like, she wasn't wrong at all. She's, he's like, every time he opens, uh, you know, it goes to his mailbox and he opens a check and his Lion King is like, whoa, thank you. And he took like from 2 million, I think he said he took like, whether well, it was a hundred thousand dollars, but he already said that he made already over $2 million. Because again, the remake of the Lion King and all these things, he gets royalty from it. So shout out to, to his mom because I think that a lot of a lot of moms sometimes and a lot of people would had jump at two million dollars back in 1990 something. Two million dollars? Bah. But something clicked in her that said, nah. No. And we all sometimes don't have individuals that you know are able to just look at us and say, you know what? I went through stuff. I don't want you to go through it. Or there is something up. Let's look into this a little bit more. So that's why when I was reading that, it's like you have to be able to control your emotions. Sometimes in stuff, you're like, oh, we get so excited. Or you hear it a lot with the record business, with the new artists and things like that. They're so excited to get their family out of poverty, to get out of poverty themselves, their children, their family, that they sign. And then all these you know, fine print bullshit of, you know, the labels trapping them and destroying them and them not even 
owning their masters and all of that. It's like so crazy because when you don't have the proper foundation at the beginning, it can be crazy. Like, you know, it's like, that's of course, you know, I'm always letting you guys, even on my IG, I post Jay-Z all the time because he gave us a lot of knowledge in 444, $10, you get a good amount of knowledge. And you understand that he came, you know, (laughs) yo, I grew up a few years of my life in Bushwick with my mom, my sisters, and my uncle. And um, back then it was, it's not what everybody wanted to be now. You know, there's still some sides of it that, you know, still they're trying to polish it up, but, you know, Bushwick has always been Bushwick. And um, when JC speaks about Marcy projects and, and stuff like that, it's like, when you're a kid at that age and you're trying to figure out how, you know, your dad not there, you're trying to provide, even though he was being a liability to his parent, to his mother, he there, to him, there was no way out. And then music and all that. And eventually, that's why his music is a testimony of his growth. And then once he got the knowledge, acquired the knowledge and and, and understood the fucked up um, shit of society, he made 444 and dropped some knowledge. You understand? Credit. A lot of people buy these stuff with credit and making your portfolio um, presentable. Who gonna deny um, him of something unless they just don't want him to be on, on that, you know, to have a seat on whatever table, but who gives a fuck about a table when you can create your own? He has built it to the point that it's like, you can do this shit too. He had to align himself with different individuals, you know, partnering now with, you know, what is it? Henny Moet, one of those stuff, the company and and having his own, you know, champagne and stuff. I believe it's Ace. Or, um, you know, just having the support system of his wife and she herself is a beast, savage. So it's like you position yourself. Yeah, everything might not have peaches and, and cream, but I don't, I really don't think that if, if he fucks up with Beyonce one, one more time, I don't think she might ring the alarm, break some few glasses and it's over, but. I don't think you should do what they say. He even said it himself. Don't do it, Eric Benet. Because that shit, bye. Bye. And then, you know, you there's nothing. When you see the value in what you created, everyone else is a liability that tries to destroy it. So it's like you have to build, create your shit and build it so strong. Build your assets. Reduce your liability. But in anything that you do, you're going to, everything that you're doing, you're going to learn. It doesn't matter at what age you begin. All that matters is that you begin and that you, once you learn, you teach somebody else. Don't be one of those individuals that learn and be like, fuck it. I had to struggle. You going to struggle. Cause you know, a lot of parents also say that shit too. What is the point in that? The point of you figuring out and navigating this shit 
was for you to be like freaking Rosa. You know, I look. It was for you to be mindful. It was for you to say, you know what? I am not just going to sit in the back of the bus for no reason. I'm going to sit in the front and I'm going to make a statement and I'm going to change things. And once I acquire the information that's needed, then I'm then I help others. Harriet Tubman didn't go back for all these slaves because you know she could have just been like, I'm free. I I don't give a shit about y'all. Y'all want to be slaves. No, because when you want to make a difference, when you genuinely want to help others, that act of just helping others in itself is what's fulfilling. So Harriet Tubman went back and she went back. And she went back and she got as many people, as many slaves, and she freed them. So the mentality, your mentality is what needs to be free. My mentality has been freed from 2020. 2019 was the, I think 2019 was the beginning. 2020 really made me like, hey, you and your thoughts. And 2021 and moving forward. It is not going to be an easy ride at all times. And, you know, there is no perfect um, scenario or perfect answer. It is just what works best for you. Knowing your assets, knowing your liability, knowing who to surround yourself, how to build and ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. We all don't know shit. We all don't know shit. And so, and sometimes you have to not come across like you know every motherfucking shit. Like, don't you hate when you're speaking to somebody and they're like, yeah, yeah, no. It's not fucking you. Yeah, yeah. No, you didn't know. How about shut the fuck up and listen? And sometimes people get offended when somebody that's younger than them, older than them, tells them something. I think you need to sometimes just stop because we learn from each other no matter how old we are. The same way we can see some, I could see somebody my age, I'd be like, oh, hell no, I don't want to do that. Oh, hell no. Gosh, how many years do I have until I'm that age? I don't want to repeat that. Because unfortunately, sometimes we repeat things that we see. We, we repeat sometimes our environment. Sometimes I, you could go outside, take a look and see what your environment, your neighborhood needs. And how can you be an asset to your na- neighborhood and not a liability? So it's like understanding assets and liability will save you. You will be thankful because you're able to pass that on to whether you have kids, cousins, nephews, you know, nieces, grandkids, because teaching them from young and, and putting that instilling that in their head that is not about what the educate what the school system is teaching you because they're not teaching you what you really need to learn to be financially free, to be financially free. You got to understand Beats by Dre, Dr. Dre, everybody started with a rough path, Snoop Dogg, name it. You understand? Like they all had a rough, a rough start but they had to somehow figure out and and find their way and what works best for them. And um, hopefully you are able to do it. 
and I am walking in that direction. So yeah, miss me with the, hey, how you doing? Hey, beautiful, I want that. Are you an asset or a liability? Are you an asset or a liability? I don't want you if you're a freaking liability, okay? I don't, it, I'm good. I'm good. I'm walking. I'm keep I'm I'm walking and I'm gonna continue to walk because I need to make sure and the shit is productive. Time is ticking. I'd be like, oh, I'm how many thousands of dollars behind? <laughs> I'm how many of this? But the the whole point is that you begin. I began. I'm able to share this on my podcast and hopefully help someone that's listening because you know, once we change our mental, our mental is everything. Like, well, my, my daughter, she had a teacher in the fourth grade, Mr. Carano. And he basically was the first teacher that I ever heard of, of educating the kids about um, somewhat financial freedom. So he was telling them, he was like, okay, whoever this is a certain amount that you get, whoever collects, you can purchase your teammates or your classmates desk. And then once he purchases, then they will have to pay you rent. My daughter purchased more than half of the class. They were paying her rent. And up to now, she's about to enter the 11th grade in September of this year. That concept has sticked in her head, you know? And I'm like, whoo. Man, but there's so much more that I have to continue to teach her. But thank you so much for tuning in to Assets and Liability episode. And you don't forget to leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening to. Shop the merch at www.whateverIWantToSay.com and share it with your family and friends. Don't forget, come back every Friday, new episodes. And, you know, let's just continue to grow. Building wealth together is key. That merch drops this summer. See you guys. (laughs) Bye.